Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for the podcast powered by coffee and Mountain Dew. The Morning Five with Bryce Sparling and Billy Lindahl. Wake up, West Georgia. We've made it to Friday, Junior. It is Thursday, January 12th, 2023. And as always, this brought to you by the Perry and Lawyers. Nobody wakes up thinking, man, I hope I hire a lawyer today. But hey, life happens. Don't call one of those big law firms with overused slogans and thousands of billboards. We have a top-notch law firm right here in West Georgia. The Perry and Lawyers with offices in Carrollton and Bremen. Personal injury, workman's comp, and everything in between. Find them at callcadenow.com. That's C-A-L-L-C-A-D-E-N-O-W.com. Local lawyers, catchy slogans, a few billboards, big results. Bryce, today is National Curried Chicken Day. Are you oh, in for this? Oh, baby, I am so in for this. I absolutely love curry chicken. Do you remember Asian Cajun? Yeah. The little, the little corner spot down there in downtown Atlanta behind, yeah. uh, behind where we used to work? I sure do. They had the best curry chicken I've ever had in my entire life. And I, I used to even get them to take the curry gravy and put it on my uh, rice or patai, whatever I got with the curry chicken. They used to pour the gravy on everything. I am a huge fan of curry chicken. It is one of my, it was my favorite meal to get down there. I, I enjoyed it better than Rosa's. I enjoyed it better than Foo or Pho, whatever that place was. Uh, that was that was absolutely my favorite place to go. And uh, yeah, I love curry chicken. I'm not a fan of curry chicken, but mostly because I cannot. I am a puss when it comes to uh, spice. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of spice. That makes sense. That totally makes sense. That is a uh, curry chicken is, is quite spicy. Yeah. So if I hear tr- curry chicken and I immediately start sweating just from talking about it. Makes sense. Makes yeah. sense. It is very, very um it is very, very spicy. I've tried to get the packaged curry they sell at the grocery store, and it's it's terrible, man. It's it's awful. So uh, I need to, I need to stop down to Asian Cajun and get you know a couple pounds of that curry chicken. Today is also National Hot Tea Day. Yeah, I'm a fan of hot tea. Um, I drink it quite a bit in the winter. Um, all different types of flavors and everything. I usually season it or not season it, but flavor it with a little bit of honey, um, homemade honey actually that my mom, my mom makes. Uh, and just a little dab of, of milk. So, yeah, I'm a, I'm a fan of hot tea. It's not something, you know, I, I drink a ton of every day. But, you know, I usually try to have at least one glass of hot tea every day. And it's also National Marzipan Day. Now, I have never had marzipan, so I can't comment here. I don't think I have either, to be fair. I think, I, like, of all the, the sugary stuff that I... I like. I don't think I've ever had marzipan. So I, I don't know. even. I'm trying to think if I, I don't even know if I've ever had the opportunity to try marzipan. <laughs> I, I'm trying to think back. Like that's just not. That was not on the menu as a little kid. Marzipan. That that reminds me of old people. Marzipan. I might be way off base there, but that marzipan reminds me of old people. Like you eat it when there's like a doily under your plate. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I've never had it. Never well, had marzipan. On uh. On big national TV last night, the Hawks fell to the Bucks one fourteen to one hundred five, and the Hawks were actually down twenty four points at one point, roared all the way back, tied it up, and then still lost by nine. Um, 
it is what it is, man. I this is what this team is, and unfortunately, last night we didn't have Trey. Um, that that hurt. I, I really think if we had Trey, it probably would have been sir, if not uh, a dub. Because yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you there. Um, I mean, like you said, dude, the for, the first quarter was honestly. I was watching the first quarter, and I was like, I might just go to bed. Like, is, <laughs> I don't know if there's any reason to stay up and watch this game. We. We, we got down by 24 in the first half. The first quarter, they outscored us 39 to 19. It was, I, to open the game, I think they went on a 14-0 run. And we just played no defense to start the game. Uh, did a little bit better in the second quarter. Did very good in the thor- third quarter coming out of halftime. And I, I feel like, Billy, how many times have we came on this podcast the night after a game and talked about how bad the Hawks have played in the third quarter after halftime? A lot. Yeah. The uh, it's, it's a ton uh and and they so that was that was a positive from last night um you know bogey played great off the bench at times probably took a couple too many ill-advised shots but he was sort of the only player on the court that could create his show own shot uh Dejounte murray for whatever reason couldn't get it going on the offensive end hunter looked fine collins looked fine kaminsky hit some uh timely threes uh, the bench did good. Jalen Johnson came off the bench and played some uh, pivotal minutes. AJ Johnson played well. I was a little nervous about Aaron Holiday starting at point guard last night, but he only played 14 minutes. Um, we held Giannis to seven points. So, like, you can't ask for much more from the Hawks defensively. We just didn't have we didn't have CC and we didn't have Trey, uh, and and it was you know the Bucks stars who were all playing last night just outlasted the Hawks players. I don't I don't even know if we had a star out there other than other than DeJounte but it, the Bucks just outlasted us what killed us was we had the lead uh, with 312 left in the game and we didn't get a single stop the rest of the game after we got the lead at 312 the Bucks scored on every single possession and I want to say closed the game out on a 12-2 run wow I mean that's yeah. just that's unreal and yeah. it, it sucks that the Hawks get a loss last night but you know it like I said we're season's halfway over and the Hawks are three games below 500. So, oh man, yeah. <laughs> Who Yay. thought we would have been in this position again this year, man? I mean, uh, I, not I, with the talent that we have. No, I don't think so at all. I, you know, and and I, I feel like you're sort of my barometer for the Hawks because I I'm I get sucked into the Hawks hype really really big, uh, and I got sucked into the Hawks hype at the beginning of the season. And, you know, you weren't you weren't as high, but you were very high. You expected us to be a playoff team, not a play-in team. I expected us to be a top three team in the East, which now just looks ludicrous. I, I, I'm really disappointed so far halfway through the season. Let's hope we get on a hot run and get Trey back healthy. It, yesterday was just an illness, folks. It's not an injury. He was, he was sick yesterday, um, non-COVID. So he'll come back from that and, and you know, when are we getting CC back? We just keep hearing soon. And yeah. there's no like real, real answer to that question. So let's see what the Hawks can do. Hopefully if we get a fully healthy roster, the final half of the se- the final half of the, uh, the season, but stuff's going to have to change, man. I mean, if you extrapolate the first half out of the second half, we're six games under 500. And I think that's a worse record than we had last year. If I'm not mistaken, Hawks did make a um, move yesterday. Yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, Derek Favors got a 10-day contract, and um, <laughs> they had a video of him shooting and shoot around. He went one for 11 and shoot around. 
Oh, no. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah, Derek Favors to a 10-day contract, which makes me worry about Clint. Derek Favors is a center. Like, it, does that mean Clint is not going to be back soon? I don't know. We'll see. Um, Favors used to be a decent bench piece. I, I don't know if I don't know when the last time Derek Favors has played in the NBA was, though. He's 31 years old. And he's from Tech. Right. Yeah, I don't. Let's see. He played the last time he played was in the preseason this year. Uh, he played eight minutes and scored zero points. And the last time he played in the regular season was, let's see, February of 2022. So it's it's been about a full year since he's played in a regular season game. Wow. Yeah. Right. So, you know, six, six, 10, 265. We'll see what he does in the uh, coming off the bench to fill in until Clint's healthy. All right, let's get to uh, the NFC playoff picture. Um, Ooh, let's do it. This, we've we've already made this abundantly clear. Does this really does it really matter? I don't think so. I don't think there's anybody on the NFC side that has a chance of winning the Super Bowl. Um, all of these teams have weaknesses, and I don't think any of the talent on the team is good enough to make up for those weaknesses whenever they go up against one of the big three in the Super Bowl from the AFC side. Yeah. All right. So first game is Saturday at 430 Seahawks at 49ers. Seahawks snuck into the playoffs. Um, (laughs) That's an understatement. (laughs) Back into the playoffs. Um, But interesting uh, tidbit. While under Pete Carroll, the Seahawks have never had back to back uh, seasons where they've missed the playoffs. That's amazing. That's yeah. that's fantastic. That's awesome. I, I think I think Pete Carroll, honestly, up there right now is with um, Mike Tomlin for for consistency and head coaching in the in the NFL. Uh, there, there's no reason this roster for the Seattle Seahawks should have been in the playoffs. Yeah, zero reason. Um, you know, they trade, they get all the uh, draft pieces for Russell Wilson, get rid of Russell Wilson, sort of rebuild some of their roster. Uh, they have Geno Smith at starting quarterback. I, I don't see this one going their way. I think the 49ers defense is the best defense in the NFL right now. Yep. I see the 49ers taking it home. And, and I think I think Brock Purdy and the 49ers right now, if I had to put if I had to put money down right now, I am putting money down on Brock Purdy and the 49ers. And Billy, you called this about a month ago. Um, I, I'm putting money down on Brock Purdy and the 49ers making it to the Super Bowl as the NFC's representative representative. I don't know if it'll go all the way to the Super Bowl. I think it definitely the NFC Championship, though. Like I'm, I'm confident about the NFC Championship. Super Bowl, I don't know. It's it's going to be fun to see. Um, their their defense is is Super Bowl worthy. Um, I think they can they can hang with anybody, um, and that's that's huge. Um, you know, so that's there's that. But what's the line here on this? Uh, the line on this. Is uh ten, San Francisco by ten. I'm taking 49ers in the points. Ah, ten. That's a big. That's a big spread for. I'm gonna. I, it, I'm gonna take San Francisco on the money line. But if we're going ATS, I'm taking. I'm taking the Seahawks. I. I, I don't think. I don't think it matters. I think the defense is going to be that good, and their 49ers are going to blow them out. You might be right. I just that ten scares me on a playoff game in the NFL. I, this I is, this isn't that. amateur sports. <laughs> All right, uh, Giants at the Vikings. Speaking of another team that kind of snuck in, it's the, the New York Giants. Um, Giants just 
it's different. It's a different Giants team than it was the past few where they've been laugh, the laughing stock. They were probably close. Like the NFC East this year was ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. And Almost all four teams made it in the playoffs. Right. And that's hard to, to do in the in, in any kind of playoff format. So seeing that, um, who who got left out? Commanders? Commanders. Commanders, yeah. yeah. And and the Commanders, you know, nobody in the NFC East had a losing record. Uh, the Commanders had a 500 record and everybody else had a winning record. So it's it's kind of the complete opposite of the NFC South, where everybody had a losing record. Jeez, man. <laughs> um, yeah, I, the I, I was I keep getting surprised every every week when the Giants kept winning. You know, Saquon's played good. Daniel Jones has played serviceably okay. The defense is great. They got some good wide receivers. I don't trust them a ton in this game. Um, I think Brian Dable is a fantastic play caller and a great head coach. I, I think he's coached out of his shoes this year. Um, and honestly, I think he should he should be in the running for coach of the year for what he's done with his Giants roster. Having said all that, I don't think they can beat the Vikings, especially the Vikings at home. I'm, I'm not a huge fan of Kirk Cousins either. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of either one of these quarterbacks. But I think the, the Vikings have more playmakers. And all you really have to do here, the Vikings, is get the ball in the hands of Justin Jefferson and let him work. Um, uh, the spread right now is three, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Vikings uh, money line and ATS. That's a pick them. That's a pick them. It is. Yeah. It is a thousand percent a pick them. Vikings three at home. Yeah, that's that's nuts. I'm gonna take Vikings at home. I think the Vikings hit the dub um, here. I don't. I don't think. I don't think the Giants can come back and win this. It's possible, but I don't think so. I agree. I agree with you. All right, uh, Cowboys at Bucks on Monday nights. Uh, I know that you and Matt are not going to be able to talk on Monday because of this, but um, we'll see how it goes. Uh, Cowboys have had a pretty solid year. It's it's almost been it almost seems like it's been up and down. You know what I mean? Um, oh yeah, I agree with you. And like Cowboys looked unstoppable at some points and then they look like they're college football at some point you know what i mean mm-hmm. yep yep you you are a thousand percent right i mean we start off losing to the to the bucks who at the time i was like whatever it's tampa bay uh tampa bay turns out to suck they won their division but they're not very good and then and then we you know we beat the we beat the Bengals. they're obviously amazing we beat the giants we beat the uh commanders and all of those are, are playoff worthy teams then we lose to the eagles which that's fine the Eagles are a very good team this year. They're they're legit with Jalen Hurts, um, and and then we win a couple. Then we lose in overtime to Green Bay, and at the time Green Bay is struggling mightily, and so I'm questioning it. And then the next week we destroy Minnesota, who, who won their division. Uh, then we rattle off a few. And then we lose to Jacksonville, which is that's fine. They're a playoff team. Then we win two more, and then we end the season with all of our starters in with an absolute clunker against the Commanders. I don't understand that game. I don't understand this team. The team is too talented to be as underachieving as they are. I want to pick the Cowboys in this game just because of the amount of talent we have on there and, and just because of the uh, the way I know we can play. And and our ceiling this year is higher than what the Bucks ceiling is. But I sort of made it a mission of mine or statement of mine to never go against Brady if he's in the playoffs. So I'm, I'm going to pick the Bucks. And the main reason is A, they're at home, B, they have, have Tom Brady, and C, they are a two-and-a-half-point underdog. They're an underdog right now. 
The Bucks are a home Holy dog at two crap. and a half points. Yeah. Have they not watched the past two weeks for Tampa Bay? I mean, I know, I know that Tampa Bay lost to the Falcons, but Matt brought up a really good point. Once Brady got pulled, or before Brady got pulled, it was touchdown, touchdown, field goal. Like they they scored every single possession. What? Did they not? Oh, okay. I'm taking the box. And, and, and this meant no offense to you, but I'm taking the box. I think I think Brady wins. You know, I'm I'm looking at their schedule right now, and the Bucks have two wins over playoff opponents. Yeah, yeah, they've had a terrible season, an absolutely yeah. terrible season. And Matt will tell you, Matt will be the first one to tell you, but they're playing good football right now. And are they though? Yeah, they are. Are they? Are you sure? Yeah. Are you positive? Yeah. Because the last two wins they've had are against Carolina and Arizona, two teams that are absolute dumpster fires. Okay. Just, we'll see how it goes. All right. I'm taking Bucks. All right. Bucks at a two and a half dog. I mean, I took the Bucks too, just because they're a two and a half dog. But I, you know, we'll 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 see. My my teams can't lose twice in one year to Matt's teams, can they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Billy, we're about a month away from pitchers and catchers reporting for MLB. Uh, Tell me why I should be invested early on in uh, January when we're going to be playing baseball until December. Because it's baseball, man. Uh, There's something special about baseball. And and you know it and I know it. The the sounds that you and I are looking forward to and we can't wait for once they get down to to February is the sounds of the mitts. And I... It's a wonderful sound. It's I oh it's just something I, I look forward to every single year. And My favorite sound of baseball is me sleeping in the fifth inning when it's one to nothing. You're such a dick, you know? And <laughs> the funny thing is, is you you love baseball more than you say. You really I, do. I absolutely love the game of baseball. Love coaching it, love watching it. But dude, it sometimes sometimes it just it's it's tough to get through games, man, especially when there's 162 of them. And I am I am super ADHD. Like it, it, if something doesn't hold my interest for more than thirty seconds, I'm on to the next thing. So baseball is just hard for me to focus on. I love it. I love the game. I love the chess matches. Matches. Um, I think it's fantastic. I think it's the hardest professional sport to play in in, in America. And uh, there is a pitch count this year. I think there is a pitch. Oh oh oh, a pitch clock. Okay okay. You scared me for a second. Yeah, sorry, not <laughs> pitch count. Pitch clock pitch clock um yeah i i don't i don't love it but i know i've gone to minor league games that have had it and it's not terribly noticeable and it does speed the game up a bit so it it, it is what it is you know i i don't i don't care whatever make it faster for you sure um, yeah i'm down for that i'm down hey in any time we can get the game faster i'm happy I, I don't think a lot of baseball purists are um but I'm happy. Let's take the Savannah Bananas model. You know, you have two hours. If you don't finish this game within two hours, whoever's winning at the two-hour mark, boom, they're the winners. <laughs> I like I like that model. What are you looking for at pitchers and catchers, uh, Bill? You know, I think it's I think our starting rotation is probably going to be uh, Morton, Freed, Strider, Wright, Elder, just in in no in no real order. Do you think the Braves are sold with Bryce Elder in that fifth? slot and, and and Kyle Wright in that fourth slot I think he solidified himself for sure last year Soroka too don't forget about Soroka, Soroka oh I, I forgot about Soroka Soroka might fight his way into this this rotation 
Um, ha- has he had a season in the injury yet this year? <laughs> not yet. Pitchers <laughs> um, and catchers report. I'm I'm pumped to see that. Let's not forget this this year. Uh, we're gonna get the World Baseball Classic, and I'm I'm pumped to watch this this year. I really am. Um, I know it sounds stupid, but I. I this is the first year I've really gotten excited about it, and I don't know why. It just, I just seem a little bit more excited about it this year. Good. Um, yeah, I mean it's it's a universal competition. Let's let's go or worldwide competition, and and let's see, um, how the U.S. can do. And I mean, there are so many good teams out there. The Venezuelan team is going to be insane. Dominican Republic team is going to be off the chain. Um, I, I think my question, Billy, is: Is does the USA team have a chance to win? Uh, sure. I think they have a chance. Absolutely. <laughs> I love. I love that ringing endorsement. <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's not much of one, but they have a chance. Yeah. I mean, the, yeah, sure. Um, the Dominican teams and and the Caribbean teams are are ridiculous. Just loaded. They're, they so are loaded, <laughs> man. You look at the, the rosters, the projected rosters for them, and it's like, good God. All-star, yeah, all-star, it's all-star. it's like you're looking at, in, yeah, it's like you're looking at NL or AL All Star teams. But at the same time, <laughs> on the other, on for the U.S., you're still looking at All Stars for the U.S. too. I mean, it's you've got Trout, Betts, and um, uh, who's the other one in in the outfield? You got Trout, Betts, and somebody else in the outfield. Uh, Arenado and Goldschmidt at the corners. You've got uh, Trey Turner and and. Will Anderson yeah. up for, up the middle. I mean, this isn't a bad roster. I mean, yeah, yeah. Trey Turner, uh, Kyle Schwarber, Trout, right. Pete Alonso, JT Realmuto. Yeah, Goldschmidt's out there. Um, the thing that kind of scares me is our starting pitching. Yeah, the pitching uh, sucks. <laughs> yeah, pitching's not very good. Uh, we got we got Kershaw. That's good. Adam Wainwright. Um, he's 110 years old. Brad Singer, Logan Webb. Um. Nestor Cortez, yeah, the starting pitcher, starting pitching, I think, is where it's going to let it, let us down. Um, but yeah, this isn't a, this isn't a bad lineup. This is this is better than I, I thought we had. Other like we had Trout, we've got uh, Betts, and who else we have? In Schwarber, there? Kyle Tucker, and Cedric Mullins. Mullins and Tucker. Okay, that's the other I, one. I think the one thing that's a little striking here is we don't have a single Atlanta Brave on this roster. Not nope. Oh, huh. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure if Acuna is going to play for the Venezuelan team or not. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's big. I figured he'd be a, for sure going to play for him. I would think so too, but I'm not sure if he will. Um, we'll hmm. see. We'll see. And, and I think in, I'm going to ask that on social media today. When does that start? Uh, oh, yeah. oh, Billy, throw everything out the window. We're winning this. Why? <laughs> We're winning the entire thing. We're, everybody else is, is trying to get second place the usa is winning the world baseball classic do you know who our hitting coach is oh yeah i do it's the, junior the kid and the you know kid. the pitcher pitching coaches uh mr andy petiti yeah andy pettit yeah. maybe pretty and good one mark de is the manager DeRosa, how did, former, how did he get braves, that? former braves player mark de is the, the manager that's pretty cool yeah um yeah, everybody else is playing for second. We got the kid as our hitting coach. We're going to hit dingers every other at bat. It's over. Got Sorry. It. You know, Gavin Gavin decided to get uh, the number 24 this year for travel ball because he's become a huge fan of Junior. That's awesome, dude. How could you not? I, I, I remember when I was a kid, I tried to hit left-handed like Junior, 
Um, it wasn't any worse than Wright, but Wright was pretty bad to begin with. So it's the sweetest uh, swing I've ever seen in my life. Dude, him and Nate McLeod, just the most gorgeous swings in all of baseball. Just absolutely beautiful. So pitchers and catchers report. When does the World Baseball Classic start, Billy? Do you Ar- have a uh, August? March. 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 It's preseason. That's- oh, cool. It'll all right. Done, There's no- it'll be done well before the season's over. I mean, begins before it begins. No, uh, no games near us, though, right? I think Miami's the closest venue. Miami's the closest, yeah. Oh well. World Baseball Classic starting in March. Let's hit up the Marine South scoreboard from last night, Billy. In high school basketball, the Bremen girls beat Piedmont fifty-four to thirty-three. That is a makeup game from about a week ago when we had those storms roll through. Uh, Piedmont's coach didn't want to, you know, travel in the storms or whatever. Uh, so they they came out to Bremen yesterday and, and got a butt whipping. So congratulations to those Bremen girls. I'll be out in Bremen Friday uh, calling the – I don't know who they're playing, uh, but I will be out there Friday for that game. Way to go. Uh, co- yeah. <laughs> in college basketball, Utah beats point. The boys win 93-59, to 59, and the girls win 50-49. or 49. Billy, I feel like every time they play, we're talking about the boys' and girls' basketball teams sweeping whoever it is they're playing. Yeah. Yeah, no joke. And the boys right now are ten and four on the season, and they are putting together a, another winning streak. They're on they're on three right now. Bremen plays a Daresville on Friday. A Daresville, so we got a Dare we got Bremen and a Daresville on Friday. And then I'll have Heard County on Saturday against Callaway. Uh, and against Callaway. Yes, yes. And then and then I got two games next week. I believe I got Heard and Temple and Heard and Mount Zion. I believe next week or, or something somewhere around there. I believe those are my next. Yeah, my next four games are to go or two weeks from now. Yeah, I think I have a lull in seven. So next yeah. week you've got one one game that you're going to call. It's Herd Temple. Uh, yeah, Herd Temple is next Tuesday, and then the following that's the only games you got that week. And then the following week you've got Bremen LFO. That's going to be Casey, and then you got Herd versus Mount Zion the, that Friday on the 27th. Nice, nice. I'm looking forward to that. That uh. That her temple to see uh, to see hers girls go up against McKenna Knicks, and then I'm really looking forward to that her Mount Zion because both of those teams are very very competitive teams, very good teams. Their Mount Zion girls are top ten right now under Kyle Sandy's list, right? Uh, they are. Yes, yes, they are. Yeah, that does, I, I believe right now that is our only team in our area out of the 18 teams that we cover that is in the top ten per Kyle Sandy. Uh, he's the one stop shop for high school basketball, folks. You know, you know Billy and Mai's opinion. On Kyle Sandy, he's uh, he's where I go to get literally all of my high school basketball knowledge. Kyle Sandy's the goat, man. He is yeah, the man. He is the man, and he works his pants off on a daily basis. Yes, he does. Uh, yeah. Uh, and the Smith's floor covering games and events calendar. I don't believe we have anything tonight. I'll 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 check the GoFan link, um, but I couldn't find anything for basketball. Uh, I know a lot of teams are gearing up for back-to-backs Friday, Saturdays this weekend, and we also have the uh, the girls wrestling kicking off tomorrow. So we'll break that down on tomorrow's podcast. But tonight, I don't th- I don't believe we have anything on the on the games and events calendar. Okay, Bryce, you need another cup of coffee? Yes, sir, I do. Another cup of coffee brought to you by Realtor Hannah Strawn with the Robert Goolsby Real Estate Group. The Jets and OC Mike Lafleur agreed to part ways. Um, I think LaFleur is up for a couple of different jobs and the Jets are just like, bye. <laughs> See ya. Yeah. <laughs> Go off and get them, pal. Deuces. 
Uh, Rumors going around that uh, Jets might have a new quarterback next year, and uh, we believe it might be Derek Carr. Yeah, there's a possibility, man. Here's I, I think, think the coach, I think the quarterback carousel this year is going to be fascinating. Oh, it's going to be wild, dude! It is going to be wild, and I can't wait. And we are how many days away from the draft? <laughs> uh, about three months, I think. Yeah. Something like that. Three months and about 10 days. I think the draft is the 27th and 28th is, is rounds ones and two. Ones, ones and two? Ones and two. So, ones and twos. Uh, so, yeah, about, about three months. And I should, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to have everything set up and do a test stream uh, around March Madness. Hey. So, that's a that's an idea I got last night when I was laying in bed. It's a little, little March Madness fun stream. Hey. hey. Uh, former Stanford head coach, uh, David Shaw interviews with the Broncos. That's an interesting name for the Broncos. Yeah, where has he been? I I haven't thought of that name Mark in a Stanford, long time. Yeah. He was very successful. He hasn't been anywhere, I don't think, since he left Stanford. Uh, yeah, he was. He's he's been at Stanford. Wow. Yeah, why did he leave Stanford? I don't know. I don't remember the I don't reasoning. I don't either. That's a. Uh, yeah, that, that's an interesting name right there. The NFLPA has announced their first ever All-Pro list. And honestly, this is the only All-Pro list that should ever matter. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it, is, it is the list. It's like the All-American list for college football. This is, this is the list. Pro Bowl is fine, whatever. All-Pro is the list. That's the list you want to be on. Well, no, obviously you want to be on an All-Pro list. But the All-Pro list given out by your peers as opposed by uh the or rights for the original all pro yeah this this one is a lot better um yep. we've got two locals and i say locals kind of lightly on the list uh first team off the ball linebacker former uw or uga dog dog is is first team and then first team kick returner Falcons Cordero Patterson. So let's go. Yeah. Nice. USC star running back in 1979 Heisman Trophy winner Charles White has died at the age of 64. I saw this and I immediately thought it was Lindell White. And I was like, wait a minute. He wouldn't be that old. He's not that old. No. And he also didn't play for USC. No. (laughs) No, I did play for USC, didn't he? I thought Lindell White played for Texas. No, I think Lindell White played for USC, didn't he? I I don't know, dude. You know you know how my brain is. Uh, Lindell White played for. USC. Why don't you just, why don't you just put the college on his wiki? Like the first thing, shouldn't that be? Oh, he did play for USC. Yeah, was he there with Reggie Bush? Yes. Yeah, they were the two two man two man punching. Did they play Texas in a national championship? Uh, USC did play Texas in the Natty, but I'm not sure. If what? I don't Lindell. remember when Lindell White was there. I don't know. Everything gets scrambled up in my brain a lot. Oh. Um. That happens with you. Uh, I know. I was about to say. I know that doesn't surprise anybody that's listening to this podcast. <laughs> According to the National Sports Media Association, they have named Braves Radio Network broadcaster Ben Ingram Georgia Broadcaster of the Year. Let's go! Yes, sir. He was up against, um, obviously, Steve Holman. Um, he was up against. Uh, oh God! Why am I forgetting names now? Um. Mike Conti? No, I don't think Conti. Conti may have been on there, but uh, Falcons Radio. Um, 
I don't know. I don't listen to the Falcons radio. West, West Drewham. Oh, West Drewham. Yeah. Uh, oh. And a couple others. So. I, I love Ben Ingram, but uh, anybody who's ever called any basketball game on the radio, basketball play-by-play announcers should win every single announcing award uh, that is out there. Yeah. Wait till you try, try to call hockey. <laughs> I, I don't. I will ever have to do that. Thank God. Wait till you try that. Uh, Dave, I, I will. I will never have to do that. Dave O'Brien <laughs> with the Athletic in Orlando D. Ledbetter of the AJC tie for the Georgia Sports Writer of the Year. So congratulations to those guys. Novak Djokovic, Rafael Nadal on opposite sides of the Aussie Open draw. This is interesting. Woo-hoo. Yeah, I'm stoked for this. That means they can uh, they can meet in the finals. So let's go. Let's get it cranked up and have uh, have Djokovic and a healthy Nadal in the finals of the Aussie Open. Can Joker actually get there? Like, are, are they? Allowed yeah, to yeah, he's he's there. He's good. We're yeah. we're, we're <laughs> set and ready to go. <laughs> he is. We start on Sunday, so we're set and ready to go. Uh, UFC's Dana White says the criticism for physical altercation with his wife is a hundred percent warranted. Yeah. Well, and well, well no, no ish. Dana. <laughs> Of course, of course it is, Dana. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, thank you for allowing us to say, yeah, that's it's 100 percent worth. Yeah. <laughs> In other news, water is wet. Like, <laughs> what, I was like, the audacity of him to come out and have that statement. Like, what a what a jackass. Oh gosh. Uh, and today, in 1958, the NCAA adds two point conversion to football scoring. That's crazy. I didn't realize it was added that recently. That's, I mean, that's only what forty something years ago. Dude, it's a lot longer at forty-seven. <laughs> yeah, do you forty? You know, do you carry the two? <laughs> you know, forty-something years. Uh, well, that's 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 rather recent. It's closer to seventy years at this point. Sure. Yeah, that sounds good to me. Wait, what year did you say? Nineteen fifty-eight. Oh, 1950. Why did I hear 78? I don't know. What am I looking at? A seven popped in my head. I thought you said 1978. That's what I was. What am I looking at? That seven. Yeah, for I thought you said 1978. Where did the years come from? I was like, Jesus, dude. 58 is quite a bit more than 40 years. I think math, man. (laughs) I don't know. I thought you said Joe Montana. Oh, okay. Got anything else for us? Nah, man, let's get out of here on a Thursday. Hey, be weather aware. Watch out. We got some bad storms coming uh, coming through the area today. Yeah, be. I think the timing should be between noon and two. So be be aware around that time, depending on where you're listening. Um, obviously, Matt, uh, we're not talking to you. Um, <laughs> but for those of Matt us, Damon, Matt Ridgeway, uh, oh. for those of us in, in the West Georgia area, just be weather aware today. We have they've been put it up to an enhanced a level three risk for severe weather today. So but that's it for the morning five for Tuesday, or excuse me, Jesus for Friday, June today. Don't back us up in the Friday, week. Dang it. Tomorrow's year. Friday, <laughs> January 12th. We'll talk to you tomorrow on actual Friday. Same time, same place. Shake your neighbors. Just shake them. Shake your neighbors.